Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paw. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Nice Shot Pods. As always, brought to you by FantasyNational.com. We wrapped up the men's portion of the Olympics. X going to give it to you. And there's a tournament this week. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention. So, <laughs> Well, so it's, it's WGC, but we thought we'd spend all of this episode on the women's Olympics, to be fair, since we... I mean, that makes more Good. sense. What about the U.S. Senior <laughs> Women's Open? Well, yeah, that's that, that too. The, the yeah, well, we, you know, Russian. we didn't pay any attention to the men's senior. Oh, I mean, it's pretty dope that she came back for like her first event back and just dominates. <laughs> yeah, and she had her husband on the bag and kids were hanging out too. Yeah, when she went back. I didn't, eight, I didn't even nine. know she was playing. Oh, I did. It was all, it was on the social media was covering it, but it was just I, like, Jesus. I saw that, that gal, Big Mama. Oh, the 82-year-old? 82. She shot the 70. The smoking She shot 79. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Way to go, Big Mom. Well, she also had... Is that her nickname? Yeah. Yeah, he's shaming her. No, wait, that's, like, legit? Yeah, Yeah. that's, like, that was her name. She has, like, double-digit LPGA wins and everything. Her name's Big Mama? Yeah, so she she shot shot her age. I think she shot 82 the first round, and then she came back with a 79. Well, that would have gotten canceled 40 years ago if this was today. (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. That, you imagine? Yeah, we're gonna call this lady Big Mama. Like, no fucking chance. Well, we do have a buddy that we call Big Daddy. So, yeah, well, maybe, he's not a maybe champ. we'll get canceled. Like, okay, we could. Let's. We're not gonna actually throw a name out there. But can you imagine if you pick like a modern day to LPGA player that was heavy set or something? You start calling her Big Mama. Like, no. Yeah, that's. I think even if if she liked the nickname. And wanted to kind of go with it. Still, right. people would kind of shy right. away from it. And be like, let's not, let's not go there. Anyways, the Olympics, the men's Olympics. I'm guessing you boys didn't get to watch much of it, or do you watch oh, it on I, replay? I got home at one in the morning, and I turned Perfect. it on, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Right in time for the third, the three way or the seven way playoff for third, and. I'm like tweeting my I'm like, never in your lifetime will you see a playoff for third place again, you know, like in the like I'm super jacked up and then I fucking pass out on the couch before like a single <laughs> shot got fired. I was just hammered. But I watched it uh, I watched it uh they replayed it the next day at, like around like one or something yesterday. So I got I got to see it all, so that was fun. Guys- How about like uh early in the week? Did you watch like Wednesday or Thursday night coverage? What did you guys think of it? Yes. Yeah, I saw some of that just because it was, you know, it came on like dinner time. Yep. Or, you know, I watched for a couple hours after the kids were in bed, but I don't know. I wish, I do wish there was somehow some team component, which I, but I don't know that how you can really do it because some countries have, you know, four guys, some have right. one. Right. Well, sorry. I kind of wish the, hopefully, I think everybody that's, even like the last time around, I think it helps that some of these bigger name guys are saying like that was like one of the coolest experiences of my career. So hopefully. Justin Thomas made it sound like it was a bigger deal than the Ryder Cup yeah, presidents. Like Cup. so hopefully like some of these guys going forward don't pass on it. Yeah. But. And Rory kind of changed his tune. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he actually was part of the playoff too. Whereas JT kind of played shitty all week. Yeah, I don't know. Xander was yeah, nails. So. Rory Sabatini was nails. Was, yeah, what a what a round. That was unbelievable. That was impressive. I mean, everybody was kind of there, but I mean so X was eighteen and then Sabatini was 17, right? Yeah, and then so Xander had to get up and down from like 80 yards or whatever. Yeah, that was to, that to was seal the deal. A, that was a hell of a par there. Yeah, good finish. It's it's too bad because now we've got two Olympics because Rio didn't give a fuck, right? It's not a golf community. Whereas, yeah. I mean, Japan would have been great, I think. Oh yeah, in, a, in normal circumstances, and oh man, Hideki too. That was I was kind of gunning for him. I would, that would have been cool to see him win win the bronze at least, but. Yeah, I mean, I I think the Olympics definitely or golf in the Olympics has a spot now. It's just it will be really cool to see in a golf crazy culture. Mm-hmm. The uh, they have the wrong sand there. You saw that at the end. Uh, Some plugs. Uh, Morikawa plugged right in the face in the last hole. The 
The bunkers look pretty steep. Like yeah, I, yeah, they did. Did you guys look at the pictures of like when they first built it? I mean, it was like basically you know a uh, seven at Pebble where it looks like it was just all sand around it. Oh, like that's like a lot of the holes look like. And the guy who designed it was like, golf is supposed to be hard. If you think it's hard, well, that's part of the game. <laughs> He's right. Perhaps, perhaps like Hazeltine. <laughs> so, yeah, so we are only just going to talk about the women's Olympics, and I don't even know if we're going to cover it. Uh, we will have to recap our member member from this week at some point, probably towards the end. Is the women's Olympics on the same course? Yeah. It is? Yep. yep. I saw like two minutes of, uh, I think it was Jessica Corda, basically saying like, you can't compare us to the men. Like they only played nine today. Mm-hmm. And um, because like, of the weather or what? No, I, I don't know. I think they're just like slow playing it, it sounded like. And I don't know if that was just the Corda sisters or Team US or the bulk of them. But she made it sound like a lot of them, a lot of the guys were hitting drivers where they would actually just hit like three woods. And they're like hybrids and like layup. She was like, I was so impressed with like how aggressive they played this golf course because it is pretty tight. And uh, not to mention for us, like if we miss a fairway, we we can't generate the same club head speed. So we can't put the same spin on it. We're going to be coming in with a lot longer irons. So you can't compare our game to their game. So they're not going to be coming in at 17, 15 to 17 under, you don't think? Or she doesn't uh, think? Depends on the tees. In, in the setup, she yeah. she made it sound like the rough that they have right now. It's a week later. I don't know if they did anything to it, but she's like, it's pretty much like a, a women's open, women's U.S. Open. Because mm-hmm. I mean, they had perfect weather for it. It's super humid, a lot of rain. They got like over an inch of rain like that second day. I don't know. The course looked good. I I thought like from such a tech savvy culture and like how they couldn't quite pair up. I, Moose, were you tracking it at all on PJTour.com? I was trying. You asked me it, that too. It sucks. Like, like well, you couldn't bring up a the... scorecard. You couldn't bring up like shot tracker. And then, again, that's just from like a wagering standpoint. It's kind of fun to know like where head-to-head bets are. And all you've got is like if you're watching it on TV, you know the guys you care about are on twelve, and on PGATour.com they're on like nine. And then yeah, I don't know. So it's kind of, I, kind I of unfortunate. Tried, like, the NBC. I even tried like the NBC app, and that like besides having the worst UI, it was just as far behind as uh... well NBC's. Coverage in general is garbage. So it's fair. I mean, fair. I read a pretty good article today, and I like pretty much agreed with it. It was like they're trying to cover so much stuff, but they don't cover anything. That's understand. Yeah, there's always like the human stories that they interject, they, and well, they haven't done any of that anymore. It's just like here we have a way for you to watch nine different things, but you have no freaking clue what's going on in like any of them. It's all just like, oh, here's a feed. Sure. Or course coverage. Yeah. That was another hard part. Like, I never got a feel for the golf course other than, like, three or four holes. You never did, like, any aerial footage or anything like to... Which is weird because I saw drones flying around on it, too, mm-hmm. like, while guys were playing. It was like, give me some of those shots. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. Looking forward to Olympics. But you know what? I, I did learn today, like, the only thing more boring than Olympic swimming is Olympic track and field where they just run on the court, like, track. It's, like, it's way dumber than the swimming is. I think a lot Anybody of people wanna... like that. Yeah? Yeah. I think a lot of people like track and field. Like, that's like So their... you never, like, you never well, got... I like track. You... I like the field part, like, where they're shot put and they're throwing, like, jabs. So you didn't... Or... You never got, like, all excited to watch uh, Usain Bolt run? Like, that never interests you? Yeah. It interests me, like, it's fun to watch uh, um, Phelps swim, but, like... Once they were Usain Bolt, once they were Michael Phelps, not, like, just for the thrill of the sport... You just yeah, like, like you're aroused by greatness. Yeah, I mean, like the only thing interesting about track is like trying to guess where they are, you know, as they're doing their court, you know, because they stagger their starts. So you're like, oh, are they picking up on the guy? I mean, it's like it's hard to even tell who's in the lead until they get out in the straights, you know. So or that last stretch. I don't know. I'm just saying it's just not that exciting. If you guys are into it, I'm really sorry. So. We can add that to my apology tour for next week. I'm sorry to all you track fans. I'm not into it, but I think a lot of people, I guess I thought a lot of people were into like the track and field stuff. Like, yeah, track's the big one. That's always been like, that's the highlight of like week two. Week one, swimming. Well, yeah, swimming. Racing. Like I said, I caught a little women's beach volleyball tonight, and that that might be appointment television. I got to figure out when that's on next. Yeah. um, I like the gymnastics. That's my favorite part. Like, what? Is there anything else that's kind of cool like that? Like, they've kind of gone through, like, this, the soccer, or not, 
Soccer's probably going to be going pretty strong this week, isn't it? With, like, finals. Women got beat today by Canada. So congratulations to all you Canadians listening. The table sure. tennis stuff's always fun to watch. Badminton. I do dig the... That's fun, too, actually. The skateboarding was interesting. The mm-hmm. surfing was interesting. I don't know. I don't mean... There's so many weird sports. And, again, I sent Jordan this thing. It showed the uh, 1908 Olympics in, like, London. And there must have been synchronized bike riding was the thing. So, Wait, you sent that to me? Yeah. I didn't see that. I just sent it a little bit ago. Oh, okay. There it was quite, uh, I'm just kind of like, what is going on? Like a tandem bicycle? No. They're on like the one with the giant wheel on the front, the little on the back. And there's like eight guys riding and doing like what looks like, uh, what looks like synchronized swimming on bikes. What do you think the future of the Olympics is going to be? Like what, what new games, what new sports would make it in? Oh, it's all, it's already turned into the X Games, so. I saw that they're looking at like possibly getting esports in there. Yeah, I've heard that too. If esports an Olympic event, I might just blow <laughs> my brains out. <laughs> right. What about bags? Oh, cornhole? <laughs> I, yeah, can sure. I can see that. If esports is in, cornhole is in. Disc golf? For sure, disc absolutely. Golf totally be in. They already talked about disc golf, for sure. Oh, yeah. Frolfing? Yeah. Oh, which is on right I'm now sure that you can't call it frolfing. I just offended people. No, they do. They do call it frolfing. Okay. It's kind of their. Yeah. My, uh, my counterpart at Sports Hub is huge into disc golf and he sends me clips every week every monday about like all the highlights and it's just like what kind of dough is in that what kind of dough is in that and is there a dominant is there like a tiger woods of frolfing yes oh what's his name so the guy just signed like a a 10 mil 10 year 10 million dollar contract i think okay i was gonna say about a million a year in endorsement sounds about right so sure that checks out and then for like that chick from Maple Grove or North Dakota is the number two female in the world. She's on oh, K-Fan uh, all the time. Well, every hmm. once in a while. Um, yeah, I can't think. But so, like, but he's sponsored by a disc company, which is like, you have to sell a whole lot of plastic frisbees to cover. Those things are not cheap, though. Right. Oh, I know. I'm sure, like, the top-end ones. And if you're, like, so if you're going out and you got, you're serious about it, you probably have, what, like, a bag of, like, five or six discs? No, like, 20-something. There's no, there's no, like, what? club limit. There's no club limit like there is in... Uh, well, I mean, I mean, do you go out with just? Well, I guess you can go out with five or six balls in golf, but. Oh, I mean, I guess yeah. if you lose one, you're kind of screwed. It's probably have to have a backup of each one, right? Yeah. Okay, to bring this to, to golf because this is a golf podcast. I kind of something. This is kind of this is kind of this is disc golf. If you could carry more than fourteen clubs, would you? No. No. Yes. No. If yes. they're like, okay, you, there's now no limit on it. No. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I would because you know what? I don't carry a hybrid. I don't hear a lot about a 72-degree wedge. I, I do like this. Oh, my God. That was the best line ever. But um, I did kind of like the 72-degree wedge. I could use that maybe once every three rounds, and it would come in very handy. But Chuck likes to use it seven times a round. Mm-hmm. Well, how, so. many flip, how many flippy floppies does he hit around? Well, there's that, too. But but you, but he, you can't hit that thing, like, 20 yards like you could hit, like, a f- normal flop. Like, this thing goes... Pretty What's the bounce straight. on it? Uh, eight, I think. Okay, so eight relatively low bounce, high locked. Yeah, so it's either eight or ten, but yeah, I mean it wasn't. It was just like a normal wedge. It's. I could see. I could actually see you liking it, Rhino. Because you like. I, I was thinking if it would had a higher bounce, it might be good for my little like sliminators around the green. Yeah, like I you like to like really like open it up and like open up your stance, and you like to just slide it right under there and have it just kind of go bloop. Yeah, you'd really and like it. Bladed you really, in the next fairway. Yeah. You can open up the face without opening up your stance. Like I don't know why you guys keep trying to get super open on these little flips. Makes no sense to me. Because you want your club square to the target still. Uh I mean, you guys are making it way too hard. I watch you guys. Okay. Well, I'm not that good, so there's a good chance that I'm making it too hard. Mm-hmm. But next time we're up there, I'll show you what I've been doing, and it's dainty. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. How'd it go this weekend? I was going to say, it sounded like some dainty play this weekend. Uh, day one went good. Day two was, not, I couldn't make a putt. I broke my putter. That was fun. Felt oh, I did see oh. that. I felt good. Okay, I really do want to get to all of this because it sounds like there's a lot of stories. Yes, let's go. Let's, 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 let's talk about the Pro Tour. TPC Southwinds. Yeah. So basically, Kepka, Berger, and Thomas went at this place. Is what yep. uh, <laughs> so guys that all hit it long, right? Americans. Americans, yeah. But it's not, isn't it like, it 
it's not it's 7200 that long of a course. It's 7200 right? 7, 70, and I know there's tr- a lot of trouble. So yeah. I don't. A lot of water. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. I got Those are all right. Florida guys. Yeah, I take it. I got to redo my lineup now. Forgot about that. You don't have to. Well, I don't have to, but Bryson doesn't seem like a good fit here. So he'll win now. You got Bryson in the mix in 43? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah. I do. I was going to say, because I saw Jim Herman at 6,000. That was kind of. Jim Herman's like a sneaky, funny Twitter follow, by the way. Because he's, oh, really? he's, he's going, going after, after the 40 million. <laughs> he's going after that 40 million. I bet yeah. he, he's just tearing Twitter up. <laughs> it's, it's, Let me see. It. I'm okay. guessing pre 40 million Jim Herman it was way less than current in oh. terms of followers and retweets and everything. But I don't think. Any of us have ever played this course. Nobody ever worked there. Nope. <laughs> nope. Only Tractor's ever done a work trip there. Nope. It's in Memphis, right? Mm-hmm. I've driven Good. through Memphis before. Good barbecue. How far is it from Graceland? Isn't not too far, I guess, is it? I thought is it was Graceland pretty close. Yeah. I guess I don't know that either. But. And this used to be just a normal tour stop, right? Or this course? Yes. Yeah. So it's only been a WGC thing for uh, since 2019. So okay. they did have it last year. So, if you want to follow Jim Herman, his, is it, go, yeah, Go Hermie is his, at Go Hermie. Bomber. <laughs> this is good. His profile starts with Bomber. Love it. Yeah, he's got kind of a good sense of humor. Yeah, so, so anyways. Get him but yeah, 40 so million. Yeah, so, one thing I was thinking about this weekend, or this week, since we had our last conversation, and this is going to kind of go into some very touchy Olympic subjects, but... We rage on people that WD all the time in golf, especially the WGC events. Like, there's been guys who've been known to, like, show up, get their $10,000 after they play a first hole and just quit. Then this week we had Simone Biles. Do you guys have any opinions on the Simone Biles thing? Nope. Nope. Okay. Good. Nope. I don't think anyone could come out of getting into that. Like, exactly. I'm glad she's yeah. doing the bean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's is. the biggest thing is people, like, she's so freaking good that people, like, I they mean, want it's to like selfish. Her. They want to see her because she's likely right. not going to be there four years from now. Correct. So, like, he's probably the greatest gymnast of all time, and she gets the Olympics, and it's like, sorry. Well, mental health is real health. Yeah. It's, and, like, I mean, it's her choice. If like, she, just, yeah, if she felt like she's going to fuck the team over or potentially hurt herself, like, well, there, there is, sit that at first, I was like, well, no, she's a quitter. And then I kind of thought, you know, like when guys quit golf, they're not going to accidentally break their neck if they're not like with it emotionally or mentally. You know, like they're not doing flips and flips and whatever. So, well, put, put it on the biggest team stage in this game, though, right? Okay, let's say it's it's Ryder Cup and it's it's Friday morning and Justin Thomas is not feeling it. Like, you know, had I guess missed I everything, hit it different. hard left, and he was like, Strix, I can't play, man. Bench me. Put oh. somebody else in. I thought but there is somebody like else. Sunday. See, if, I thought you were talking like Sunday. It would be one to be like, I can't play. But there was a replacement ready to go. Yeah. And she was good, too. Yeah. Well, okay. But, I mean, in that sense, too, somebody else couldn't go to the Olympics. But, again, I get it. I'm not saying... I'm not saying that I needed her to perform. This is not a, I'm white and I need, like, there's, there's oh, wow. in this. No, there's lots of racial, if you read anything on Twitter, it was like, oh, the only people that are mad is if, like, the white aggrieved guys. It's like, no, I just, she quit. But I get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, anyways, let's move on. Sorry. Sorry, Smoke. I up. get it. I did bring it up because <laughs> I thought I was trying to bring it up. And you even kind of, of, like, prefaced it with this is a loaded question and. We all were like, okay, yeah, no, no big deal. Yeah, no, it, yes, but my thing is, so we, we make fun of, like, Jason Day when he WDs for the snow. Well, that's an individual in an individual game where you're an independent contractor and, and I also you're not representing a country or anything. His is, like, more physical, and it's kind of like you might be able to play through that. Right, right. Like, mental's a totally different discussion, I think. And she could have said, like, yeah, I really I hurt my ankle a couple weeks ago, and I just didn't let it get out, and I've I really been battling through some stuff, and I just didn't feel like my ankle was ready to go. People would have gone, okay, sounds good. <laughs> Maybe it comes out in months to come that it was mental. But how, how, how do you think Tom Brady would have been received at the Super Bowl? He's washed Ooh. up, he's done. I mean, you have to keep – you do have to take – okay, we're getting – 
We yes, gonna we get are. We are. Okay, let's go, let's go 43K. Let's, actually, yeah, so we, let's, we were talking about this. Let's see what else we got. This is, it is a dumb conversation. It's just the hot button thing. It's, it's yeah. not going to change. I, I it's not going to change. She's doing well. I hope she's doing well. I hope she does great on the balance beam. I, I just think, like, for the people sitting on their couch, like, it's, is it really going to change their life that much, whether she does it or doesn't? I mean. Correct. So, 43K. Yeah. Um, we were all pretty darn close to each other last week, somewhat expected, because there was limited options for what you could do with a 60-person field with only 43k salary to use. Oh, let's see. Um, Rhino, 505.5 points. Tractor and I had 509.5, and Moose had 516. So we were all within... 11 points. Yeah. So, But I was in first. Congratulations. Yes. <laughs> of the that's four a, people. That's a one. Number but... One. Um, Yes, we have four events left, we decided, and I am still up about 295 on Rhino. So, um, I think Tractor's still in last. No, get out of town. Are you serious? Yep. So, orders Tractor, Moose, Rhino, myself. Ah, <sighs> fuck. What game are you playing, Tractor? Far Cry 5. Uh, Camp Champ. <laughs> Love it. Higo, Kiesner, Kokrak, Larry, Wolf. <laughs> You could get Lowry, Lowry. You could get up to Lowry. Yeah, I got seven thousand bucks left. Isn't Lowry only two hundred? He's eighty-six. Eighty-six. Wolfie was sixty-eight. Yeah, there's a lot of good guys in this one. Why is Tractor's daddy on TV? Or wait, that was JB Holmes. JB Holmes. Yes, it is. Yeah, I was thinking that was Lowry. Lowry's JB. We got three of the same there. So, um, I got Jim Herman, who we discussed earlier. I think he's got like three or four consecutive events, top thirty or better. Um. Garrick Higo, 6,300. Kevin Kisner at 6,800. Um, Rack at 7,800. Oh, Lee Westwood, I went at 6,600. And uh, then I went Daniel Berger at 9,200. So, maybe I, I might go balance this out a little bit now, too, because there's a reason that Tractor and I always suck. And since our lineups but, are very similar, yeah. I may need to rethink this. That's not... I, I can't go change mine based on who Rhino picks. Fair enough. That's true, but and I went with a very Paul strategy this week. Well, I just think the Paul strategy is not the ideal strategy when there's no cut. Yeah, I think it's a good strategy. Yeah, when you're just trying to make a bunch of cuts, but teach their own. I pick guys that I, I felt like uh, good ball strikers who can putt occasionally. Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. But in a no cut event, I like the chances that one of their days is going to be good. Lucas Sounds Glover like you rostered Poulter, didn't you? I, I looked at Poulter heavily because it sounds like he's played here well. Okay. Or he's played well here, whatever. Um, but I didn't go that way. I went Lucas okay. Glover, well-rested after his win at the Deer, 6,400. Both you guys had a guy that was way up there. I was I had to relook at it. I don't know what the hell happened, but I couldn't get anything higher than Kokrak. But we'll get to that later. I also have Wolf. Do all three of us have Wolf now? I did not. Oh, okay. I just felt like, you know, the, he's playing some good golf. He's played here before a couple times, and... Um, you know, nice form for sub 7,000. Then a guy who I, totally baffles me. I, I bet him a couple times last weekend and he burned me. So he owes me Mark Leishman at 7,100. I mean, I, he's better than how he performs, but hopefully that's this week. Then Adam Scott, a guy who makes every damn cut in a no cut event. Who knows? But um, I just, I got to think that his putter is going to work one of these days, two of these days. Harris English, another great ball striker. Sometimes his putter works. Again, a lot of these guys haven't done much since Travelers. They haven't played a lot since Travelers. So they they should be well-rested over the last, like, five, six weeks. And then all leading way to, yeah, I'd co-crack. So kind of a, a blend for, for five of these guys. But I don't know. We'll see. Does the right. FedEx start next week, guys? Sorry, real quick. No, In two weeks. Two weeks, okay. Paul. Um, so I kind of did same strategy as last week. I went two bottom barrel guys. I wanted to spend up a little bit. Um, so 6,000, I've got Wilco Knee Neighbor. The bomber. Um, yeah, where did he come out at the PGA? They were kind of raving. Was it PGA or was it U.S. Open? Maybe it was U.S. Open. Might have been open. But I don't know. I feel like he might make a bunch of birdies for four days if he bombs it like that. So uh, 6,200. I got uh, Min Woo Lee. Figure for 6,200 to get a guy that's won in the last month or so and he's like seventh in the race to Dubai. Um, I don't know. Decent value for somebody priced that low. Mm hmm. Then kind of my middle three, I just kind of took steady eddies. We've all been playing like pretty consistent that I think they're probably not going to win, but I don't think they're going to be like in the bottom 10 or something, which I'm just trying to give guys right now just kind of try to protect my lead. So 
Uh, so 7,000, I do have Poulter. 7,100, I have Horschel. Both those guys have had a couple top 10s here. Uh, 7,500, I've got Brian Harmon. Um, another guy who's just been kind of top 20, top 30 machine. And then I went up to Daniel Berger. I think Moose had him as well, 9,200. My initial lineup, I did spend up to Usti. I think he's the hottest player in golf, but he's known for the occasional WD. That we kind of that we kind of we kind of just, just talked about not you know mental health and things, but the back and I don't know he hasn't had it happen for a while. But I'm just like with a 300 point lead, why would I take that risk? Because in yeah, in a no cut event, that's your main risk. Now that I say that, maybe now Burger will probably like WD or something. But I don't know. I don't remember the last time Uzi's done it, but it's usually good for one or two WDs a year. I think all six of those guys are well rested. I don't think any of them played. No Olympians. Olympics. Yeah. I think I'd be a little concerned with guys that played last week. Well, you see Justin Thomas's thing to... about miles flown in the last <laughs> month was like twenty four thousand. Twenty four, yeah. Should have added Minneapolis into there, like Patrick Reed. <sighs> Patrick Reed didn't think he was going to Tokyo either. Sure. All right, so one and done. Uh, no tournament last week, so I don't know if I did. We recap 3M last week or no? Probably not because I was am I shoot? I didn't even add these up from Paul. I, I think it's pretty safe to say because <laughs> you you well, did no, well but, uh, at 3M tit, didn't you? Didn't you have Usti? No, I had DJ. I picked DJ. Oh, I had Usti in my oh, other God. league. Tractor had okay. Usti, so Tractor actually might have taken second place. Actually, I don't think he did. Did you send out the list today, Paul? No. I can a couple oh, minutes. Just find the last version of it. But uh, yeah, Tractor did have a third place finish from or is it, no T two T two yeah T two from Moosey. So let's plug that in real quick. Nope, he's still going to be a little behind Moose. So yeah, Moose had McIntyre. I think he missed the cut at three M. I had DJ. He missed the cut. And Rhino, you list. I think he made the cut. Did he not? But he was not great. Yeah, that sounds right. You got T fifty eight. Ooh. So yeah, I have a very substantial lead still. You guys are all within like three hundred thousand of each other though. So the race for second. Like so anyway, tractors up. Gonna go with Higo. Ooh. Wow. I don't really know who I have left. I know I don't have I haven't used him. <laughs> Alright, Moose. So you know how at the beginning of the year we're like, well, you know, there's really no point in saving them because you're gonna have people left at the end of the year that you knew. It's like I'm dick left. I have nothing. Um wait, hold on, maybe Daniel, fuck, nope, I don't have Daniel Berger even. Um, nope, you took him at the waste yeah. management. Got Louie, I took him at, where did I take him? I took him at three or at the Open, Open Championship. Oh, that, that worked out well for me at least. Um, but not as well as the other majors this year. Did I take him there? Let's see, Paul Casey, I got him taken. Jeez, Louise Patrick Reed, I've got him, I know I've used him. Um, where did I? You have not used Reed. Socks, but there you go. Did I use him? He's available, right? No. Okay. There we go. Patrick Reed it is. All right, Rhino. Burger. And I'm going to go Brooks Kepka, who is going to get his sixth win for me to take the lead. Mm. Speaking of, yeah. who? Tractor, we thought you had a win this week with Shoffley, but um, I don't think what? this counts. No. No. I say I say counts. What? No way. If no, he owns how, how much money did if he win? Tour did golf he get it? Did, works. It doesn't. It doesn't. That doesn't. Oh, I thought we said it did. <laughs> no. If you can prove that it counts as an official PGA Tour win, I mean, a gold medal's better than money. Be your, that would be your third win. That's all I heard. So I heard this today while listening to Katrick and McGinnis on tap, but which is on PGAtour.com or PGA Tour Radio, right? Yes. Um, Tractor Tractor's favorite. Nope. So, well, the, let me guess. Did they talk about a shot? And no, wins the gold. Oh, and just short. No. Um, man. So seven man playoff. Each Thanks. country, like Trump. lots of countries, actually pay their. They like give. They reward their players for earning okay. medals. Yeah. And uh, Chinese Taipei or whatever it is, where. Um, CT Pan is from is actually one that awards the highest amount of money, and so he made like a hundred and eighty thousand dollars for his bronze, Sick. and the United States pays out about thirty seven thousand dollars. Well, we also yeah we're more elite. You see the chick yeah. who won the yeah we have to pay out Philippines quick. thing in ever like in their history. I mean she got like she got two houses, 
<laughs> some bunch of like a ton of cash. I mean, pretty cool. It's and like the Hunger the- Games, like where they get to go to the capital. Yeah, and then you got places like Belarus where they're like, you spoke out against our dictator government, you need to go to the airport, and she's like, I don't want to die. <laughs> and she had the Japanese officials, like, come and rescue her. Like, you just kind of forget, like, it's always like the Olympics, you're like, oh my god, there's some really screwed up places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it doesn't count is what we decide, right? Or how many wins does that even give him? I think it doesn't count. It, right? He would be, I think, two back or would be one three. back. Because yeah. you guys both have five, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Tractor and I both have two. Well, I think I should get it. I think you should too. Why not? I don't know. I think we. Uh, I think we discussed this the week that you uh, can't. You, you opted out of the pod, and we said that it wasn't going to count. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't care. Count it. Mm-hmm. I think it's gold I mean, medal. It's worth two. I mean, Rhino's it's the one that's four. gotten screwed with the Rhino's the one that's gotten screwed with the no Euro events counting. So no, I haven't. Oh, Tony Tony Finau is not winning in Dubai either. No, no, he's not. Don't worry about that. My team is trash. And Tractor's team, Tractor has Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tiger's not walking through those doors. Hey, he at least walking. walking yeah, at least putting putting weight on that right leg. So. Oh yeah, he looked great. Oh, stop it. Man. He'll be back. He'll be back. So yeah, so just looking through these teams. So I saw they're playing his tournament. Uh, Albany, maybe that'll be. I'd probably be a little too. Wait, when's that? Winter? December. No chance. Do does he show up? No. He doesn't even. No, not to play, just to like host. No. No. Yeah, I mean, if that, he's that off be crutches, like what would that be? Another? That's four months, five months from here. No, it'd be four months. Um, yeah. Yeah, if he's off crutches, baby. What yes. comes next? Him like putting and chipping? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's gonna be back for maybe ever. You just said he's walking through that door. He's I thought he said he was through. not walking through that door. And that was Tractor. tractor yeah. Um, yeah, so the, the guys that we picked that have not that do not have wins are uh, Webb Simpson for Rhino and Tony Finau. Yep. The Webb is very surprising because he had just a, an elite year last year. He has not been good. He has not. I mean, he was, in, you know, like, I'd almost throw it into the Kucher category, who's also been not good. But, like, they were just both, like, just perennial, like, top ten machines in, in an occasional win. But Yeah. Uh, Paul's the only one that's gotten wins out of everybody. Hmm. Uh, Sungjae Im has been horrible for me. And then Tractor, if we give him this uh, Xander win, then he's got that one. And it's just Woods that didn't win for him, so... Xander not having a win, though, is pretty shocking. It's been two and a half years. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy for how consistent yeah. he is, but it's hard to win out there. So so is it time to hear about the, uh, talk about the member member, or do we have other business to take care of here? Are we done with NASA? We do have to mention uh, sort of friend of the pod. Oh, oh yes. Know, Monday qualified for the for the Barracuda Championship today, so. Is that um, Stableford? It's the stable, yeah, it's the Stableford one. It's the one that Richie will win. Uh, Richie Wierenski held off Troy Merritt mm-hmm. last year. But, yeah, so backstory, my brother-in-law, uh, Mark Baldwin, is my brother-in-law's college teammate from Notre Dame. He's pushing 40, still out there chasing the dream. He's full-time corn fairy, not having a great year. He's kind of on the fringe of, like, the like 125th on the money list or something. So, yeah, I saw this tweet from, like, you know, Monday Q School or whatever that Twitter yeah. handle mm-hmm. is. It's got a pretty good following. It's like Mark's T3, you know, four spots available. And I was thinking he was Monday qualifying for the Corn Ferry event because he's, I was like, okay, he, maybe he's out of the, you know, order or whatever. They do they reshuffles and stuff like that. So I Googled it and I didn't see his name on there. I'm like, do I have last year's? What's going on? And then all of a brother in law text me, he's like, you know, Baldino exclamation points. I'm like, well, he had to qualify? He goes, no, he qualified for the PJ Tour event. So pretty cool. Wouldn't it be awesome if he would? Let's throw him on our 43K. Let's see if we can get him. <laughs> for Barracuda, well, he'll be 6,000. Yeah, I mean, you still get the, you still get two years. Or maybe you might only get one year for the Barracuda. Oh, if you win? Uh, I don't yeah. know that for certain. I should. But I up. think it's like, you know, I think he's like coming to the end where he just had a kid last year. It's like, you know, but then, <laughs> I mean, it just goes to show you again. You're like, man, this, this is a, you know tough career kind of thing then but then you qualify for a pj tour event it's like oh man i'm, I'm back like, in it i'm not that far well, away on on a different level but still kind of the same thing take our guy mito fucking two right. two months ago 
I mean, no, granted, he got his third win on the Corn Ferry, but so that gives him the full exemption. So, you, Tractor, you, you would know. Do you get a one-year exemption in 2022, or is it longer than that? I have no idea. Okay, so I think, I think it's you just get the one. full year. You get yeah. just one year, um, and it's not limited. It's, like, full, right? I don't know the answer to that. Anyways, but so he does that, and then he had, I think, I think he was top 10 at both John Deere and here at 3M, and then yep. he just just about made Almost got a bronze medal. So the guy's uh, but he's probably also made over a million, I think, in the last two months. Yeah. Not a bad gig. Yeah, so any listeners out there, give him a follow at Mark Baldwin 1. Yeah. There's actually a Mark Baldwin tracker. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you know who that is? It's is it you? <laughs> no, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> and how about he uh, learned the course on Google Maps or Google, Google Earth? Earth. Yeah. It, it didn't, it. like, decide to maybe go to the course website to take the course tour. Yeah, he needs aerial they footage. They didn't have one. I'm guessing what golf course doesn't have a like. fucking website with like a course tour? Well, but you know, some Brad's of them are crossing doesn't. Oh, and then like an aerial. Look at the the 11 second YouTube like drone flyover with some like. No, and Hazeltine's has got one of the worst ones too. It's like got half of them like that. Like it's got a picture of like the eighth green taken from the 14th fairway. It's like this is a good angle. It's like what the fuck, you know? So I can see where you'd have to get it on Google Earth. Uh, uh, Chris Hollander uh, does some analysis work for the Fantasy National. He uh, he'll he'll quite frequently go onto Google Earth whenever there's a new course that they haven't played, and he'll like do this full breakdown. So yeah, because with Google Earth you can actually take measurements and stuff. Yes. too, can you? Yeah. So and like see you can. I mean, I don't know how well you can see elevation like at that level. I mean, right. you can see mountains, yeah. but I don't know that you can see like a five right. foot like raised green. But, like, that, I mean, that's just the other thing, too, though, is, like, this guy is a really good golfer. He's been playing on this. He shot seven under and had to go to a playoff. So that means another guy shot seven over, and that wasn't seven good seven enough seven. to play yeah. in the fucking Barracuda. Yeah. Right. So I was reading this a little bit, this Twitter, this Monday Q school. So apparently the guy who's in the playoff with him, it sounded like the first hole was a par five. I could be wrong. He's a par four. But this guy he's playing against chipped it to, like, literally 18 inches. And he was like, I'll finish. Apparently, like, just quick marked it and then booted it. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Like, so we got it by half assed, cleaned the ball kind of thing. It sounded and, like, yeah, uh, right. Yeah. Whoops. He won't forget that one. He'll never do that one again. Unless he's tractor and can, like, hit the wrong ball twice in a single fucking round. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, what's a yeah, win for Baldwino? So. Like, just make the cut? Or do you think? I mean, yeah. I mean, he qualified for the 3M two okay. years ago. No, I remember make that. Cut? No. Like making the cuts like winning. But he wasn't like, the cuts, he wasn't like, like winning on yeah, but it wasn't, No, it's not like yeah, winning. But it it's wasn't not like winning. No. Those guys get yeah. grand. Yeah. And last place the Barracuda is what, like four, five, seven? Probably so. Because it's like half the purse, I think, for so winner of the Barracuda is probably get five hundred, maybe five, six hundred probably. But so I think he would have been in the corn ferry this week. So yeah, because there's another another tweet saying whoever's first alternate on corn ferry this week, send Mark Baldwin free beer. Nice. Do you think a Stableford probably is better suited for a guy in that situation? Who maybe if he makes the cut, he can kind of freewheel it a little bit. And then if you make an eagle birdies, or something, you're know, like want a birdie run. The, the way they do Stableford, it's like, I think the zero points. Zero for, for a par. For one point. Two for one, a birdie. I think, no, I think it's one point for par. I think it's zero. I think it's just birdies and eagles pay out. No. But I think no, I think a par might be like two points. And a bogey's only like negative one. It is modified. I wish that I wish that our uh, member member was modified Sableford. Right, because member member is just like you don't even need the points. You're just like, okay, how many under par mm-hmm. are we net? Like that's all. Like yeah, like day two, like my partner kept going. Oh, you stroke here. It's like it doesn't matter where I stroke. Right, just got to shoot the best score. Yeah, you just subtract it from our number because it's just normal. Although I don't know, actually, okay, would modified Sableford like just totally favor the higher handicaps though? It, yeah, because the net right. eagles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this, yeah. so yeah, so it is zero points for a par, two for birdie, five for eagle, eight yeah. for double eagle, and negative one for bogey. Negative two. For, but here's the nice thing: double. is negative three for double. So it's basically pick it up after right. you make a double. Oh, yeah, what did they? Do negative you remember three. what your wife got tractor that one time that she had a negative one on the par three? They just gave she her birdie, a, right? They just gave her like the. Eagle. Well, she had the two. She had a two net negative one. Yeah. <laughs> they had no idea what to do. 
Yeah, shocking they couldn't figure that out. Fucking do that, Jack Nicholas. <laughs> you ever have a negative one? <laughs> uh, so yeah, I remember, remember was a pretty good time. Good weather, course was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's subtle. It's subtle. It so, crazy. Like, Luz, day, how are you guys doing? Day after one day was one? like it's not like tractor. Paul, you guys, you had pretty good day ones at least, right? Yeah, so we played with Paul on day one. Paul and, uh, well, Paul was like lights banana out Dan. Yeah, Banana Dan was banana bad, though, this week, I think. I mean, at least when I saw him, not banana bad, but just not. No, he didn't, he he didn't, didn't play, play great. But, yeah. um, Too much pressure. But Paul, Paul. But Paul did you, shot, you shot like 73 on day one, right? Yeah. Yeah, like not a whole lot of wind, but like still greens running 13, 12 and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, but it was. It, so that's what I was getting into. It was like day one was like perfect. No wind. Greens were somewhat receptive. You know, fast, but not you know that spicy. And then day two, it just like flipped. Where the wind was, you know, it was a good fifteen mile an hour. Greens firmed out. Were super, you know, the spicy. So it was just, yeah, kind of. Day two was not good to me. So yeah, we uh, not awful. So my partner played really games. good on or really well on on Friday. Um, I mean. Paul, I think he made probably 70 feet of putts between 11 and 15. Yeah, he made a 30-footer for a bogey on 14 that you guys yeah. needed after he pumped one OB. Yeah, yeah he pumped one OB, <laughs> the second and I was nowhere to be found there. And then he made like a 45-footer, maybe a 60-footer on 15 for... Yeah, so. so yeah, he, he, was, he was pretty solid all day. I was junk there, but... We were the last tee, so we didn't make the cut. We were the last tee time in the morning. We had 39 points on. Yeah, it used to be like 36 or 37, but that was that was when they would only do like 20 teams played in the morning, but now they do like a half split, like so it's like 40 teams morning, 40 afternoon. So it's a little tighter. But it's not so bad, honestly. Like No, it's, it's better for pace. It's way better for I pace. Mean, you guys were, it wasn't like you guys were 7 a.m. It was like tea times were from 8 to 9.30, and you guys were like... Yeah, we were 9.30. Right? We were the last group off, so... And there was a couple teams that played in the morning that got into like the top 10. Like, cause, but yeah, if you had like 39 points, it wasn't like you were out of it. You know, you're only 6 or 7 back when, with both balls counting. It's not impossible. So. Um, but yeah, because we had tractor, you guys have 40, I think. Yeah. Which is the equivalent of... Pars basically. Yeah, so they were four under. So, yeah, we had we had forty one. We were off to a pretty hot. I think we were four under on the front, and then only one on the back. And how many birds you had? You had four or three? I had three, and my partner had two. Yeah, but all mine were on one. Maybe I only had two. I, mean, I think I only had two. We each had okay. two because we had we were two under girls. We had four birdies. And so I'll tell I'll tell my little story real quick, and then I want to hear about like tractors episodes on. Uh, <laughs> on, on Sunday, but so I was I was eight over through six, and then some. At some point on six, I took my nine iron and I chucked it at least eighty yards. This is day, this is day, day two. two. This is day two. I was gonna say because I yes, yeah, so you did not see this. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So and it wasn't even a bad shot. It was uh, so Rhino pins. Uh, so we're on six. Pins kind of just. Middle, middle, like right, you know, right in the middle of the kidney right there. The yeah, uh, on top of the ridge. Yep. And I had to kind of hit a punch nine iron, and it went, and it just went through, and I'm in that back right rough, like between the two bunkers. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, it, like, to me, that's one of the hardest shots on the course, like next to eight, because you're coming down the hill, down the, there's just no way to get close. Sure. So I was fucking pissed, took my club, chucked it 80 yards, had at least six rotations on it. And I look over at Jesse, and his face is just like, Whoa, I've never seen this aggression out of anyone on the golf course before. I was like, no, it's cool, because he didn't know about the, the, the five rule, like where you either need to throw it 50 yards or have five rotations. Otherwise, it's poor sportsmanship. So for our listeners at home, if you're going to throw a club, don't just fucking throw it at the ground. you got to either get it 50 yards or have five rotations. Explain that to him, and then I went one over for the rest of the round, and it was... I have no idea where it came from, because I had nothing going for me up till then, but I shot, I made 20 points on the back nine, and I think we finished 14th overall, so... Good, nice. So, throw your clubs more. Moose, you know you know who you could have gotten that shot close on six, though, Moose? How's that? If you had a 72 degree Oh, my score. God. Oh, that's the only way. I'm leading you into this story. Yes. Do you want to tell it? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell <laughs> So, Reed McKenzie's kind of one of the godfathers of Hazeltine. Uh, he's a former USGA president, correct? Yes. 
And he's 900 years old? <laughs> Probably mid to upper 70s, I would say. But yeah, he's so former president of the USGA. He's been like a rules official for every major championship you can think of. I think he was actually a rules official on like one of the Shell's Wonderful World of Golf episodes. Oh, really? It was like so, but he's also one of the most mild mannered yeah. people. Like he's very measured, and and the funniest thing is that the guy he played with, Nathan Nathan Shock, who we've talked about, he's the guy that never looks at his fucking ball when he putts. He looks at the hole, no matter if he's like <laughs> two feet or two hundred feet. Um, he's the guy that has has no filter. Yes, he has this. He has zero filter. Has a seventy two degree wedge. Like just you couldn't have two more opposite guys. And I, Paul and I find him in the locker room. And I said, uh, Reed did. Uh, Chuck pull out his 72 degree for you. And I was like, well, you know what, Moose? I think he did about six or seven times. And I wasn't once impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the quintessential read. It's like, just like any other, any other partner would have been like, oh my God, he kept pulling that thing fucking out. And he was like, why are you doing this? You are not Phil Mickelson. And I wasn't once. He did say, he did say, I mean, he would have these shots. Where all you had to do is like dump it on the green, and you would take this full swing with the seventy-two degree, where he's got like you know eighty feet of green to work with. Oh my god! Yeah, he's like all you have to do is get it on the green and get it moving. And yeah, he's he's a piece of work. So, Paul, tell me about tell me about your day two. Uh, day two, pretty yeah. We started on so we had six, we had forty-one, and we were we knew we weren't going to contend in gross because we were like six back, so. Yeah, we both, uh, I think we both shot like 44 on the front. Our front nine, which is the back nine, just like got off to one of those starts where we were just both making bogeys and just couldn't stop. But then, yeah, so I think we were five over gross, and then on our back nine, we were four under. Wow. So we kind of turned it, yeah. So I, well, I shot like 38 or 39 on my back nine with three birdies, which means it was like, I think I had one or two pars. It was either birdies or bogeys or double. But by that point, it's like we're both just like, all right, let's see if we can make some birdies just for the hell of it. But so I don't think we ended up like middle of the pack as a whole, but got a somewhat respectable score out of it the second day after just, yeah, I think we had like 22 points total on our front nine, which I think Moose, you said you had 20 by yourself. Yeah. Your back, so. Yikes. We had, nine, yeah, we had 19 so. on the uh, first time. <laughs> oh, wow. Even more yikes. So we, did, we did snip you, yeah. The best was day one. We're, we're the group behind Tractor and his partner. So we make the turn, and one of our assistants is there. And he's like, hey, like, take your time. If you want to go get in, <laughs> grab a drink. You got, you got plenty of time. There's uh, So on Friday, Friday is the second, first day of the men's member members, second to final day of the women's member yeah, sucked. So they're like, take your time. We have a playoff for the women. They're going off one. They just hop, hopped in on the group. Before the group in front of you. So we're like, all right, sounds good. So we go in, grab a drink. I think I, you know, take a piss, get something on my locker, go to the first tee. Tractor's still standing there with these guys. And there's like, it was cool. There's like 30 some carts out there watching the women's playoff. And they're on the green. I'm like, can we go? And they're like, no, they told us we need to wait until this hole is over with. Which probably makes sense. Because like, what are you going to do? Like hit your tee shot and just go stand on the fairway? But these guys are like, man, we both played so good on the front and all this stuff. Well, and so we, we could tell, we could tell too, because they had beads on their on their pants. Mm-hmm. They had the sure. whole. Okay, so, I, I'll let you finish your story. We can recap that. No, so anyway, so it's so it's like a thirty minute rain delay at the turn, and Feist gets up and cold pops a driver. <laughs> yeah, he shot a he shot a thirty seven so like, on the nine, which for him is yeah, really yeah, and he's like a course. Seven or eight. So, you know, he's a low to mid eight <laughs> golfer. So, um, so I'm like, huh, guys are playing good. And then on two, same deal. Like, we're in the fairway. Those guys are on the tee, and I kind of hit my drive through the fairway. So, I'm only like 15 yards from third, three tee there. And Tracker gets up in cold tops. <laughs> so I'm like, I've seen you guys hit two shots today, and they've both been cold tops. Damn, I, shit up. I still made a par on that hole, though. Uh, did you? That's, I mean, it was good. not a cold That's top. Like, it's got, oh, did you, did you knock it on in three, or did you get up? Yeah, got on in three. You did, so you got your, you like a hybrid or something up wood. to the top? Three wood, three wood. Okay. Nice. And Feist actually almost made par on one, so you guys only went bogey par on the tools your top drives on, so. Yeah. You got to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have to do, well, the whole, here's, now, here's the one thing I didn't even ever think about before. Did you have to do anything with your kids on Saturday? Uh, no, my sister-in-law took the boys to the lake. Oh, well, sweet. 
It's Saturday before the second oh, yeah, day. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I slept. Like a Okay, party. sweet. I slept till 10.30. It was awesome. Yeah. So, so it did suck. I don't that, think like, we I did anything. To, like, I didn't have to... It sucked having to wake up. I was so... I, that's that's why I'm blaming my 8 over through 6. I was so fucking worked and hungover. Not that I played much better day one and when I was, like, fucking the specimen of an athlete, but... Yeah. I do have to... We do have to... Sh- no, they haven't played there. They don't really know, but uh, Rhino would appreciate this. Uh, Moose one hop went off the paint <laughs> One hopped it <laughs> from the upper tee. Oh my! <laughs> oh, you never got to talk to Patrick. That's right. I mentioned it to him. I was like, he laughed. Oh. <laughs> so Moose, so Moose driver broke on like Wednesday. Yeah. Moose. Oh, that's right. So like Andy got him set up that's with a cool. replacement. But it's the same shaft. It's, it's my right, shaft, but it's it's a different head, and it's it's a nine degree instead of a ten and a half, which is. Yeah, because it was your driver head that broke. The yeah, shaft was fine. So yeah, but so Moose that was only like our seventh hole. So Moose kind of had like the low kind of dunks yeah. going those first few drives. So set, uh, sixteen, he does the same thing. This just dive bomber. Like we're <laughs> fifty feet elevated, by the way. So it literally one hops and smokes the paint sort plaque short of the bridge, and this thing goes like hundred feet up in the air. And it's going like out towards what I look like is out by the fairway. So I'm like yelling. I'm like, yeah. Well, it was actually coming backwards. <laughs> I mean, the fact you hit that's so really it, impressive. It, that's not that big. Super so it, impressive. Yeah. Especially from that tee. So it, I could see it from yeah. the lower tee if you get like a low pull. But yeah. From up Feist there. and I on that hole, day two, so, we're both talking about, God, it's just nice up here. It's hard to like not get around that, to not like not get around the yellow post. Yeah. Well, we fucking, I hit three in the water and he hit two in the water. <laughs> Oh my god! You reteed rather than drop. I uh, know. I went down and tried to hit oh. big old driver off the deck like always. Wait, from the drop so you guys zone? Just, yeah. Did you guys not even get past the drop zone, or did you just hit like three balls each in the water? And just I went and sat two? on the cooler and shotgunned up. Truly. Oh, that's oh, where I that saw that. Came from. That was impressive. <laughs> but anyway, so Moose's ball rhino ended up in the rough between like the white tee markers and the weeds. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, so like you can make your five from there. I'm going to add, yeah, yeah, add the Payne Stewart family to my apology tour for next week. So I apologize <laughs> to the Payne Stewart family for smoking the the monument. <laughs> it's not even a monument; it's a rock. It's really a rock, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a rock with a plaque oh, yes. on it. This is, you know, it's a, it's got like a silhouette of Payne Stewart. You know, 19. In all honesty, the Payne Stewart family probably doesn't even know it exists. That's not true. Uh, they do. I think they, they do because I think they. I think they were there in like 2002 when they dedicated it to him during the PG. I'm pretty sure like his son was at least there. But yeah, uh, Paul. Paul, yeah, have, so you, have you told Ryan about burning this motherfucker to the ground? <laughs> that was yeah. That was actually the line of the day. <laughs> actually, both days. Did my dad say it? <laughs> How would you know it, that? It sounds like something he would say. <laughs> So apparently Kaler played with him the second day of the Hubble Finger, and I played a season-long four-ball match against Chad earlier in the week. And he was like, yeah, during the Hubble Finger, like six times, he just burned this shithole down. <laughs> so that was the, the, me and Moose were just yelling that all day Friday. Because it's like, the course has never been in better shape than this year. <laughs> like, it's just the best the course. <laughs> but yeah, just burn this shithole down whenever anything they go our way. It's so fun. And like, I see why your dad doesn't know, and I'm pretty sure your dad's being facetious now that I do it. Because it's like. I don't think so. Oh. No, I think he, yeah. <laughs> no. It's too, it's too hard for him, and he has a hard time with that. <laughs> But yeah, so we got nothing for a few weeks now. Club championship end August, so we get vaccinating the greens this week. So I like yeah. That during the drought, is, during a drought, how is that going to play out? I don't know. Supposedly, it's only going to be a week. Oh, to dry jack them? Fine. So yeah, are they dry jacking? Yeah, it's dry jacking. Yeah. I mean, doing it now is better than at the end of the year when it never heals. Right. That was the point. Was that anytime we've done it was yeah when the grass is done growing, basically or. Or in the spring when it's not growing yet, so I, don't know. I think it'll be like five days. We'll be fine. Hopefully. Hopefully, I mean, like normally when we like normally when we punch, it's like it's done in a week. But the dry ejecting is a right. little bit more invasive. Yeah, but things are growing, and right now if you throw any water on it, it's gonna pop. So yeah, that's all right. I need these greens to slow up. Get my get my handicap down a little bit more. I also want mine to break from golf for a little bit. Yeah, I hear yeah. that. Well, Rhino, when's Chaska's like 
club jam is it uh it's coming up in a couple weeks right before i go to colorado um i think i'm playing with uh cookson on wednesday where he's gonna come town court Um, oh nice oh so rocco played this year in the yeah how'd it go uh well so they won the gross they won gross Mm -hmm. nice good for them uh yeah so cookson played with him on Saturday. saturday and so did whitcraft and well, nobody was, was quite sure. Woodcraft was his partner. Er, well, yes. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, obviously. But I talked to both of them, and neither of the two of them were like, they're like, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it was like a 65 to 69. The app said 68. 68 yeah. So it's 70 the first day, 68 yeah. the second Because they shot, Gusty and Bit shot eight red the first pretty day. Pretty damn good. Really good. Yeah. And as I remember, I texted Gusty, I'm like, yeah, we were like three under on the fr- front or something. He's like, we're five. I'm like, God yeah. Damn it. Like, <laughs> but um, so they were like two or three up on Rocco and Whitcraft, and then I think Rocco Whitcraft shot like sixty-five best ball the last day to win by two. Oh, did you guys hear about Mashevsky like talking off this week? So no. So Reed, the the USGA president guy, comes up to me. He's like. Did you hear about Scott Rashevsky? And I was like, no, I did not hear it. He's like, oh, well, you must hear this story. <laughs> um, he, he was a little, he was getting a little drunk, and uh, he was saying that he thinks that he could beat Scotty on, on Saturday. And T-Jack says that, oh, I will give you 100 to 1. How much do you want? And so he says, I'll take 100. And then within a minute or two later, Two other people gave him $100, and he's like, I'm done. I'm not taking any more money from anybody. And so I walk up to, to Scott. First um, off, it was 20 to 1, not 100, but. It was only, yeah, oh, okay. Was, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so you know the story. Okay, so this, the story I, told, I was told was 100 to 1, but. No, it was 20 to 1, 100 bucks. We had two grand, basically, exposure for th- sure. three people. Okay. But, I mean, you're but, talking about a plus three, four versus a three <laughs> or four. Yeah. So yeah. I walk up and I ask Scotty, I said, uh, what, how did it go? And he's like, well, I think I beat him by 12. Yeah. And he says, well, <laughs> what idiot would have been so dumb to take this bet? And then Dan Johnson, not Banana Dan, but the older Dan, goes over and hands T-Jack $100 right there in front of Reed. And Reed's like, <laughs> Dan. You are the CEO of a major corporation. You are a smart man. How are you so stupid to take this bet? Well, I know why I did because TJ, everyone, because it was starting to get fun with action, and then TJ said he was full, so we'd only take the other side. We were like, "Fuck it, I'll bet on Scotty. Screw it." Uh-huh. That's funny. Well, it's more like I mean, on on Mashevsky's for some people for like, especially on a so it was Saturday or Friday. Okay, so Friday, I don't so know you got shot, like seventy-five or seventy-six. So he has to finish out, or is it like, oh, we're already in it's for four? Max that double. Max, well no, up. no, on Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. Or Saturday. Football's count. Or yeah, Saturday. Football's count. But all right. But the funnier part, of, like having heard this story, is I was out on the range on Thursday night, and it was just Scotty and I, Scott Mashevsky and I, and there was f bombs going after every single fucking wedge he hit. It was like, God damn this stupid fucking game. Moose, I hate this fucking game. And he, like, stormed off. So it was like, he, like, really did a pivot. Those guys played really well day one. Did they? Well, there, there's that then. They played really well. well him and, him and Hawk, front yeah. nine the last day, too. All of a sudden, I looked, they had, like, 38 points in the front. I'm like, okay, those guys are going to win. And they both shot, like, 46 and 47. That cost me a lot of money because I, I put money on them to, to win day one. I didn't put them on any well, other day, just day one. I had him on the overall, but I think a lot of people. Oh, and how about this? How about Preco and Ringblom didn't get in the players' pool and didn't bet on themselves? Yeah. Are so, you serious? Uh, Iverson, Iverson <laughs> was the only guy to bet on him, and he made eighteen hundred <laughs> on a five 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 or something. That. And then he didn't. Um, and they all yeah, and they also didn't. Uh, yeah, get in the player pool either. Apparently, how do you not get in the players' pool? Well, I always thought the players' pool was the raffle. I, I got it. I finally learned that like a year ago, but. Are you, what the fuck? Players' pools are where the money is. I, yeah, I was like, well, I don't really care. Like it, a pool sounds like a raffle to me. Players' pool there's hundred bucks a team. And there's eighty some teams. There's eight some grand in there. So the winning team gets forty, fifty, or sixty percent of that. I think. Well, I, I know that now. I thought it was all in the pari mutuals. Well, that's I mean, because that's your betting on yeah. the teams. The 
player's pool is just yeah. yourself. So. so there's really no reason to put money. Well, do you guys put money on yourself? Well, yeah, the there player's is because you win more. Or? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Just. I mean, it's it's almost like a no-brainer. It's like, how much is it to get in skins and player's pool? 140 yeah. bucks. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's what we do. But, yeah. And then I rip 10 across on myself. Call it a day. It never occurred to me to just like, I was like, to me, it drives me nuts because it's like, I just want to do like 10 across, but it's like, I don't want to like have change or like, oh, I need this. It's like, oh, I don't really have to go to third place every time either. I can just go like, right. It's $90 to go three yeah. 10 across. Yeah, so basically, so basically, yeah. So T Jack almost had like the tractor Super Bowl bet where it's like not going to go to overtime kind of thing. So T Jack, I think, had, he was either going to win like 300 or lose six grand. <laughs> It was pretty common. But it was a pretty safe, I mean, 20 to 1. I mean, it should have been like 100 to 1. That's, yeah, that, that was, a, that, that was a, maybe not 100, but probably more like 50. I mean, mm-hmm. it was quite entertaining. And they were going to roll them, but they didn't. So that was probably, yeah. But yeah, we day two. It was fun. Not for Rhino, when are you coming back? To, to what? <laughs> I said, when are you going to be back? I'm just, to- I'm, I'm just putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm hanging out, man. Yeah. I, I played twice this week, though. Did you? I played in the 97 degree day, and I walked. Is that, that Wednesday was or Tuesday? Wednesday. Tuesday That's was my day, and that was oh fuck, did that okay. suck? Yeah, because I played Tuesday. We had our four ball match, and that was uh, yeah. Both days were terrible. There's no, the horse apiece. Wednesday, thank God, the Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It was it was miserable. And one of the guys is like, "I'm gonna walk." I'm like, ah, "Fine, I could use a walk." I had about three holes in. And I was like, "Medic." <laughs> Yeah, like, dude, they literally said... Bring in the fucking meat wagon. All it was was, like, heat advisory, heat advisory, heat advisory. On there, the yeah, when the, when the clouds broke, and it, was, it, it wasn't often, but there were, it was, like, a little, like, six-minute increments. It was, like, I am fucking medium rare. And it was also, sad to say, 20 years to the date from Corey Stringer's death. But. Oh. What that? that doesn't feel like it was that long ago. That's crazy. I know. I know. I know. But, yeah, then I got to play... I played yesterday. It was good. Really good. It's fun. Our team got fucking destroyed, but my group fucking played great, so all good. I missed the Fisher Cup though. That's one I definitely missed. That's always a good time. It sounds like you boys had a did it right. How was the Havana Nights? It was good. It was a good. It was a good theme. That sounds like a good kinda, theme. Like they, it's a pretty casual. I mean, it's almost like a you know, it's it's almost like a kind of Tommy Bahama you know style for most people. Tractor dressed up as Fidel mm-hmm. Castro, but. So you're so a club did, pro so guy, Matt, actually. So did you're Matt. a club did pro guy and that? Fidel Castro. I was fine. Some lady took pictures of like with like just like creepily take pictures of uh, Ned, and then told him and me that as a Cuban America, we we're breaking her heart. And I said, "Well, that's showbiz, baby, because you're the only person who doesn't like it." I think you. I think it was like, isn't it four boards? Yeah, it was four boards wife. So I was talking to I was talking to. Uh, and what's funny is because Forber just saws me, he just starts laughing. He goes, "That's great." <laughs> yeah. So yeah, she she didn't like, it, but so she said something to you too because I knew she like went off on on Ned for it. It's like you know what, like calm down, people. I mean, I get that too, but if like Fidel like killed your mom or dad or whatever, you know, like I can I can at least well maybe he her. did. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like maybe. we don't know her story. So, well, if, if she's ever yeah. out on St. Patrick's Day, I'm going to tell her she's breaking my heart. Well, that's fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I was just like, I thought it was funny. I was like, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, because the other 250 people have all laughed at, that's great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can't make everyone happy. No, you can't. You can't. Especially when you're wearing a Fidel Castro costume. Yeah. It was fucking hilarious. And I ripped the pants like, I liked it. two minutes. I, I, have, I saw it and I was like, oh my god, I need a picture of that. And I have a great picture of that. So so who wore it better? You or Ned? I, I'm going to guess you. I ironed mine. Well, so yeah. That was a well, yeah. Well, Ned had the full pants on. Yeah, so I, I ripped the pants. Oh. Yeah, no, he had the pants on for a while. They so you were kind of like the Bahamas version of yeah, Fidel? pretty much. In the or the Cuba time. version, yeah. I mean, the Havana. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, they wear they we only wear like, shorts. Yeah, apparently, I'm not size. Bahamas. I'm not uh, Halloween.com standard size. I could barely get too my, tall, too lanky, too big. Like I couldn't even get my like legs. Fucking, I don't know if I could get my legs like shoulder width apart in those pants. Did you order the youth well, the Fidel? Best, there was only one size standard. <laughs> the best was I'm coming up nine. That was my last hole today. We we're the last group of TF ten, so we we're like one of the last groups coming in. So everybody's out. 
like in the patio, like an outside the table set up and stuff. So there's like a hundred people out there. They're all wearing like, you know, either shorts or, you know, kind of dress pants with, you know, floral shirts kind of thing. And all of a sudden I like look over and I see like this dude, like freaking full green suit, green hat with fake beard <laughs> on his tractor. Like sitting at this table. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. And then I made my putt, so. <laughs> I like the club pro guy stuff too. Sorry for parting. You should tweet that out, track. I've seen, oh, a question. So I've seen those um, all over social media, right, for member members and mm-hmm. member guests and stuff. Um, so you buy that shirt from clubproguy.com? Oh, that's terrible. Okay. Yeah, I'm assuming terrible quality and all that. Oh, but. it's straight. It's 100% polyester. So it doesn't breathe and it doesn't stretch. It's great. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just an old sublimated bullshit. Yeah, I get it. Probably super heavy for what it is. Oh, yeah. Like, we wore it. If I wore that shirt on Saturday, I might have died. Like it was fucking miserable. The reason I asked is because everybody, because like the um, the scotch tape on point. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, I was like, God, everybody fucking does a great job of scotch taping their shirt and writing on point. And I was like, Use your head, Drino. Maybe yeah. that's part of the design, and they just printed the shirts that way. Yeah, the printing's like honestly, it's all, the printing's awesome. Sure, sure. Like, I'm but sure. the material's gonna be shit. Yeah. Yeah, the shirt itself, like. And then it kind of was like, so I bought some of those like proud ninety shirts and something else, and like those are like sixty, seventy bucks, but they're like that uh, normal new thing, like the spandex and whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, shit, like, dude. I mean, maybe it's all prints or whatever, and it's probably all pure profit margin. But you're kind of like, you know, these shirts are like the same price and a billion times better. Yeah, that's definitely a single use shirt. Yeah, I have two of them though. The XL was a little uh, tot, so I had to buy a. Upgrade and get a double X, and I never returned things, so I have a Bueller. I love it. Well, good stuff. Sounds like a good weekend. <sighs> Who's winning the gold medal for the women? Danielle King. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.